Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. And if you like the show, please rate, review and subscribe because apparently this helps others to find us, but nobody really knows, but please just do it anyway. Correct. Thanks. Great. Happy New Year. I mean, we've already said Happy New Year, everybody, but it's tricky. But we did say that in the episode that we had actually recorded that one before the New Year. Yeah, it was all lies. (laughs) It was pure lies. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, everyone, but we're in the future now. How fun is it saying 2020? It is pretty fun. Literally everything I do, I'm like, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the 20s now as well, though. That's kind of a cool thought. You know, hundred so years later, from the original twenties. I that's one of my like highlight or like if I could go back and live in a certain, it would definitely be the twenties. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, for most people, probably. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it was sad, but everybody just partied all the time. Exactly. Right. I mean, drowned their sorrows. And it's alcohol. kind of like right now. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, it does have a similar vibe. Oh, sad, was, but, sad but loose. Is that? <laughs> Great motto. <laughs> Sad but loose. Um, how are you, Benny? I am great. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of like wallowing into the new year. Like yeah. normally in New Year's, I'm kind of like powering into it. But this year I've been like slowly moving towards it. Yeah. I feel like my new year is going to start in February, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm going to push it back. Yeah. I think that's totally fine as well. Because I find January, it's just, there's always a bit of, like, it's a slow start. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, people are coming back from holidays at different times. Mm. I find like January is always a little bit of a fumble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I had a friend staying with me over Christmas and then there was New Year's and it all just felt like, I kind of tumbled through the Christmas period. And, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, whoa! Like, I just like, I fell out of yeah. the car door. And they're like, this is 2020. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. Exactly. Quick, do something. Yeah. And also I'm going to Australia next week for my friend Rachel's wedding. Very exciting. She's locking him down. It's summertime in Australia. Yeah, but the oh, whole yeah, country's right. on fire. Yeah. So apparently okay. it's like really smoky and not very nice. Oh. And apparently the mood is really bad as well. Like and Australians like are so positive. Around. Yeah. It's Such really hard people. when a billion wildlife have been wiped out. You should see the Gosh. videos of, like, the koalas and stuff. It's like, I actually can't watch them. Like, if it's I come so across awful. something on Facebook where there's, like, a koala that's been burnt to death, I just have to oh, We should put a link to, do you know, like, what the best place is to, like, donate yes. or, like, If to... you'd like to make a little donation to one of the richest countries in the world... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. To be honest, like we are a really rich country, so I don't. I would never guilt anyone into donating. But if you're just partial to a koala, maybe to yeah, to some kind of like animal, animal. organization. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, yeah, we'll we put some. We'll put some kind of link down anyway, there. Depression over. How are you, Brit? So glad to have you back. I'm so happy. I only arrived back in Berlin yesterday. Yes. Um, from, from Canada. Sorry. Yeah. Canada. From, I was visiting Canada, and I had the most. I mean, you were watching closely. I was sending Penny a lot of videos, a lot of photos, but I. I had the most Canadian experiences. Like it was just, I saw so much wildlife. Speaking of wildlife, I saw like, it, it's just Canada is such a funny little place. I yeah. always forget about this. Yeah, how so, Canadian it is. It's so, can it, like yeah. walk, you know, we were out in the mountains for a lot of the time just because I like to do that when I go back there. Mm. It's so close and it's beautiful. But there's just like deer walking down the street, yeah. you know, you, you're driving and all of a sudden there's just um, caribou. Like in the like in a big pile of snow, just hanging out, like right. Oh on the my side. god, that's so cute! It's awesome. I love when animals um hang out in awkward and uncomfortable looking situations. <laughs> yes, 
like this just sitting this. in a pile of snow. And yeah. Like, you could also step to the left and be in full comfort. Like, exactly. I don't think animals have a concept of comfort. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Actually, that would make sense mm. that they don't. Well, it's a human thing. Depending on the animal, I think. Yeah, that's true. Because you think about a little snuggly pup or a, a cat. cat. And yeah, they cats know, know all about they it. They know. <laughs> they fucking know. Yeah, my mom has a cat, so I was trying to like... You know, it's just, I'm not a cat girl. If you guys have, you guys need to follow Brittany on Instagram, if only for this picture. Holy shit. I literally like made a noise when I saw this really? picture that you put up yesterday. It was That's a pic- funny. So just follow her on Instagram. I know it off my heart. It's at Brittany Bow. Oh, sorry. Yeah. At Brittany Bow mm-hmm. and, or Bo. <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Depends if you're it's referring to my, yeah, yeah. Um, and the most recent picture. Just look at it. It's the most ridiculous thing in the whole entire <laughs> universe. It's like. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to take. I was like, once. okay, it's official. I'm coming with you next time. I know. Like, I have to see this. You really do have to see it. And I think in the winter. I mean, mm. in the summer, it's also beautiful. Oh, yeah. But winter. there's something about winter, you know, especially because mm. you would just go wild for all the amount of snow mm. in Canada. It's nuts. I would pee myself. Yeah. You know something actually that happened that might be a little bit more in tune with our podcast topic? Yeah. Or not topic, but general uh, podcast theme that yes. we have, which yes. is careers. Great. Um, yeah, let's I, get I, back to it. Yeah. <laughs> let's dial it back. I, I ran into, or didn't run into, I purposefully... Um, saw a few people uh-huh. who I hadn't seen in a really long time when mm-hmm. I was in Canada. Like people that I um, used to work with and people that I went to school with, like university. And um, it was really interesting because I just, there were some people who I, you know, you have this idea of what is going on with this person through like social, social media. media. Yeah. And and a lot of people, of course, are including social media in their, like, you know, they're using it for their career. So you're seeing a lot more of people's work life and stuff. And everything always looks so amazing and, and you know, whatever. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then you see them and you talk to them and you're like, oh, right. Like they also, I just had this like reminder because there was yes. this one person that I saw who I thought was just in this like amazing, like, you know, she's just fucking killing it. Like everything's amazing. And then I saw her and I was like, oh yeah, she's a human that with problems, with problems and challenges. Yeah. And although she is really killing it, she also has like, you know, down days and she worries about, you know, her mm. career and her business and all this stuff too. Yeah. You know, just like I do, just like you do. It's just yeah. so funny. It's just such a nice reminder. It really was. I was, I was like, like oh. vividly reminded of that last year when it like happened to me. Right. <laughs> when I was like, I was putting everything on social media because my life was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then my life got less awesome. And then it was and like, I okay. was like, oh, yeah, right. What am I going to put on Instagram now that I've got nothing yeah. exciting to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. And I was like, oh, it happens to everyone. Yeah. I was thinking definitely that um, I'm going to start putting less like I think the pictures can be awesome Mm -hmm. you know but the like the message shouldn't always be this is awesome yeah I'm awesome everything's awesome (laughs) you know it's kind of like annoying when that happens all the time (laughs) yeah so everyone's like that girl is deranged yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's a real problem how is everything so good all the time Uh, she must be on some hectic mood stabilizers Brittany's just like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, always. Yeah. Oh, fuck. But I'm quite excited about 2020 because I feel like this is going to be a year for me. I've decided on my word for the year. Ooh, do tell. Uh, it's going to be focus. Because I feel like last year I just like got carried away, like having a good time, which is totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
regrettable, but fine. Um, <laughs> I have regrets. <laughs> I yeah. have regrets. Yeah. Um, but this year I'm going to really knuckle down, work really hard, enjoy the process and yeah. Focus. Yeah. Love How it. How about you, Britt? So I've thought about it. And although I don't love this word particularly, I can't come up with one that's better. Uh-huh. I don't like... This is just what you keep coming back to. This is to. what I keep coming back to. Mm. And I'm like, okay, stop fighting it, you know? So yes. without further ado, <laughs> my word for the year... The big unveil. I'm so nervous I'm like to tell you. I'm <laughs> I'm going for bold. I know that's so cute. Pretty is such a derp. I know, but it's like I wanted one that was like you know like bold, like you know I wanted a bold word, and then I was like maybe just bold is good. That's so good. It's so interesting getting that insight into where you are mentally right now. Yeah, you're like I'm going all out. I'm I'm going bold. What more is there? Yeah, (laughs) but I think that yeah, like last year was a time of a lot of like changes and new things, and now I feel like I'm at this point where I'm like gonna fucking go for it yeah you know? yeah that's how I feel with focus as yeah well. exactly I'm, like, I'm going all in yeah yeah um and I w- one thing that I uh heard on one of Esther Perel's many podcasts mm-hmm. um which I'll link in the show notes is um she was like you don't have to approach things without fear you can approach things with the fear yeah and you get the confidence from the fact that you did it anyway. Yeah. And I was like, yes, okay, I really needed that because I'm fucking terrified of everything at the moment. That's that's a really great point. Yeah. Like, feel the fear, do it just anyway. Just go, any, go anyway. Yeah. And like, sometimes the fear is like just reminding you to, uh, yeah. That it's, that it's maybe something that you should do. It's a risk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I also was thinking a lot about um, the whole idea of – because um, I'm trying to get better at, like, saying no, which we uh-huh. should probably do another podcast about that, actually. A little, yeah. like, update. Because we did that one right in the beginning. But I think yeah. there's we can do so much more to say about <laughs> that. Um, but there was this one, um, I had this conversation with a friend. Uh, we were talking about Brene Brown, mm. right? Like, we wish, I can't remember who said this, but she was like, God, I wish, like, Brene Brown didn't get so famous. You know, it used to be this, like, cool person that you knew. <laughs> and now everybody knows who she yeah. is. But anyway, um, she talks about how when you're deciding whether you should do something or not, think about the time that it will make you uncomfortable. So usually you have this inkling, you're like, oh, I don't really want to do this. Mm. But it's uncomfortable to tell the person you, you're not going to do it. Yeah. But the amount of time that you'd spend being uncomfortable telling them you're mm. not going to do it versus the amount of time you'd spend being uncomfortable doing the oh, thing. For sure. yeah. Like, think about that, you yeah. know, and then it yeah. makes it really obvious whether mm. you should do it or not. And yeah, whether you, you can should... agonize over something for weeks. Absolutely. And then you do it and you're like, okay, and that's done now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or tell the person you're not going to do it mm. and then it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's probably yeah, what you meant. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, t- yeah, the time it takes you agonizing over yeah. whether to say, yeah, 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 how to say it. Yeah, we got exactly. There. It's okay. We got there. Oh, I just oh. happy to see you. <laughs> okay. I'm really excited about our topic that we're going to do today. Me too. Um, it's pretty specific, but I think that it's something that everybody can improve on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also, like, even if you're not... Oh, should we tell them what it is first? <laughs> Probably. And then explain ourselves. The topic is interviews. Yeah, job how interviews. How to smash it. Yeah. Yeah. How to, yeah, true. Job and, interviews. Like, how to nail them and also, like, how to... Because nailing an interview doesn't always mean getting the job. It means ah, making true. it work for you. True. Making it, like, work Discovering if the job is even for you. Exactly. All those kind of things. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Even if you're not uh, planning to interview for any jobs in the upcoming 
couple of months or mm-hmm. even year. Um, this is also these skills are also translatable to things like salary negotiations, yes, conversations about promotions, yeah, um, even just like general conversations with your boss um, about career progression. Yeah, so, making um, first impressions as well will come into effect here. Like all of those things. Yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> We're like, please listen to this episode. Yeah, <laughs> don't stop listening. Don't stop, yeah. please. So, what would be your like? big like big piece of advice for interviews Uh, yeah uh definitely do uh that that's a good question because I started with one and then I skipped to another okay what's yours can you go first okay I'll go first yeah I think my biggest um my biggest piece of advice or the the most important thing I think to think about oh I have a couple too yeah yeah. whatever (laughs) one one let's say one important thing Mm -hmm. is the um the, well, I already mentioned this, but the first impression. Yeah. So, like, I like they say, whatever, it takes seven seconds or whatever yeah. for someone to decide how they feel about you. Yeah. So, it's, it's a lot of pressure, I know, but it's also really easy mm. to make a good first impression, mm-hmm. you know? Eye contact, smiling, mm-hmm. you know, if it, if a situation is a handshake, you give a, you know what I mean? Body a solid handshake. presentation. Yeah, the, like what you're, you know, even... Even like what it's important to wear something professional, mm. not too over the top, you know, all those kind of things. Like make sure that you feel comfortable and excited. And also, I think with first impressions, people often um, they're trying to keep it cool and chill. But yeah. actually, Getting it's okay to excited. get excited. Yeah. yeah, it's okay to be to almost amp it up a little bit and be yeah. like, you know, give a little bit more energy. I do think of job interviews as a performance. Yes, like you're you're giving a little extra percentage on what you would give in a normal day-to-day scenario totally. because you're selling yourself like absolutely. so yeah absolutely I definitely think amping it up is okay good and recommendable yes so what would you, what would be a big one for you um so I'm gonna do two is that okay? okay yes of course okay so my number one biggest one is to do your research and know everything that you can about the company yeah and the number two thing which is on par maybe mm-hmm. is um knowing what you want to get from the interview. Mm. So like, um, and what you, apart from a job, but like, how does this job fit into your career progression? Yeah. Yeah. Those Absolutely. Are my two two top two big ones. So I, in terms of research, I'd like to dial back and talk about that for a little bit because yeah. it's like, okay, research for this, um, you know, this company, obviously you're going to research, you're going to research for the position itself, mm-hmm. like the job mm-hmm. as much as you can. But also I think that research, you can dive a little bit deeper, right? Mm-hmm. Like research who the CEO is. What yeah. is their, you know, maybe. What's the values? What's the mission? Exactly. What's the vision? You yeah. should know everything. Like everything that's publicly available, you should probably know it. Totally. And so, and, and because obviously for the most part, when you interview for a job, you probably have read a job description. Mm-hmm. They probably provided that at some point. Um, so, you know, asking a question like, and we'll talk about questions and stuff a little bit later, but asking a question like, what would I do in mm. this job mm. is not a good question. Yeah. Like you should know that already. Yeah. Um, although you might not know, you know, specifically what everything will look like, but you can ask better questions like, what would a typical week look like mm. in this position? And then you can get a little bit more of a feel for yeah. the role, but but you should already know what the job entails. You should have read that description like mm. four times over, you know? Yeah. If there's no job description, then that's a different thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, having a good idea of what's in the job description and working backwards from that. And like my recommendation with if you do have a job description is to 
just quickly sit down, look at all the roles and responsibilities that um, are listed there and like the job outline in general Mm -hmm. and think about like examples in your career where you've actually done those things. Yes. So when it's like, you know, do you have to uh, manage supplier relationships. Think of a time when you did that and a little story about that. So Ugh, that such that a good idea. Prepared. Yeah, I think that people often um, don't think about how important it is for you to actually talk about a specific time you did something. Yeah. So instead of saying like, oh yeah, um, I can I've that. done that yeah. or whatever, like actually have an anecdote, short, a yeah. short story, yeah. very short. Yeah. <laughs> Make yeah. sure it's direct and to the point. Um, but having something where you can say, this is a skill you're looking for. Here's what I've done, mm. you know, around that. Yeah. Really You've great. got an hour, use it well. Exactly. Um, and come out strong as well. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, so should we go through? We've got like we've got love. <laughs> yeah, we've got a casual fourteen talking points. <laughs> Lol. Okay, so, so we've done do your research. Definitely, I feel like that scratched off the list. Yeah, like, um, and doing I think that, your research also. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, please. Um, will also help you co- to come up with more questions. Oh, it's absolutely. Really important to have questions. Yes, you have to. Mm-hmm. And then, like our second point here is understand what the interviewer might be looking for in a candidate, mm-hmm. and that comes into research as well, mm-hmm. right? Or what else would you say on that one? Um, okay, so. When you're looking at different types of roles, there are characteristics that can be typically aligned with those roles. So Mm -hmm. like a designer might be, uh, you might be looking for attention to detail and creativity and um, ability to understand like business needs and that sort of thing. Whereas if you're an event planner, like that might be a highly organized person who knows how to use a lot of tools. Like just think about like use a bit of empathy and be like, if I was hiring this person, what would I be looking for? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay, great. And then I think also, um, Talking about this role um, or position um, and how it actually makes sense in your career is kind of the next thing, right? I think that's a really important point. Yeah, and it might seem like when I first think about it, I'm like, well, that seems a little bit, you know, self-centered or whatever. But it makes – it. I mean, the interview is about you, so obviously Mm. you can – you're talking about yourself. But making it – making it seem or or articulating the fact that actually this position is the perfect next step for you Mm -hmm. and you're really excited about it and the fact that you're a very career-focused and career-minded person is going to come off really, really well for the interviewer. Exactly. And I think we said this in one of our previous episodes, but um, if the role doesn't seem like a step up, for the inter- So if someone's yeah. interviewing you and they're like, oh, I wonder why she's interviewing or he's interviewing for this role when um, it's not necessarily a step up, yeah. you have to be able to explain why you're doing that. So you might want to work with a broader range of clients. You might want to work with a larger customer base. You want to might want to learn a different set of skills. Like there might be a really pragmatic reason why you've chosen to interview for that role. Mm-hmm. You should be able to articulate that. Um, and the other side of this is like, I've interviewed people in the past who've been like, and I've said, you know, what what is interesting to you about this role? And they've said, oh, well, it says that, um, you know, like we'll have to travel a lot. Yeah. And I really like traveling. And I'm like, well, no, that's te- that's a terrible reason. Let me just yeah. put that out there right now. Yeah. I don't want to hire someone because they want vacays. Like work travel is hard and annoying after a while. Yeah. Um, and that is not a motivator for you to do an amazing job. Yeah. Like that's the wrong answer. So if you're going to talk about um, 
like if if someone says to you what's interesting to you about this role how does this fit into your career and you start talking about perks or benefits or like the coolness of the company or the sexiness of the brand like no don't do that that's not relevant or interesting and it's very annoying to hear as an interviewer because especially like I sometimes ask that question like 15 20 minutes in and I'm like oh I'm out already and now I have to sit here for another 45 minutes and pretend that I still want to hire you when I don't. (laughs) Totally. That's interesting. Yeah, Mm. it's a – because I think a lot of people might answer that question, you know, like that, like, oh, I really love this company. And Mm. it's like, "Mm," like, yes, it's important and you can say that, but that cannot be the reason why you're excited for this job. Yeah, and it's not a differentiator either because so many people might love the company. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Yeah. And then there are there are very typical interview questions mm. that will be asked pretty much without a doubt every single interview. Yep. And the idea is you should know what you're going to say to those mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. And um, so the like the classic ones, right? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's like, I mean, if you're doing a behavioral interview, that's probably going to be the first 100%. question. I always start with that question because it just warms you up a bit. For sure. Mm. For sure. And it's a tough one, but you also need to keep it very succinct. Mm. What do you also, think is like, like, yeah, go ahead. A lot of people talk about their personal lives. Like oh. I moved to Berlin and I really liked it here. And so, and blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care about that. <laughs> Please like keep Agreed. it professional. Agreed. Yeah. Um, you can tell, obviously you can say like, I just moved here recently, but that is a side note. That is not a big, mm. uh, a big point that you yeah. should be making. Yeah. The point is, yeah. What did you, in your career, mm. what's your maybe educational background or you just your background in general? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, what, what you're kind of yeah. looking for right and now. So like, oh, another really big tip for this question is like, if you have like a, So for me, from when I was 20 to when I was 30, we don't need, I'm 35 now. We don't need to talk about that in great detail, but I'll sum it up in a quick sentence. Mm. So in my, during my twenties, I was working in marketing and advertising. Right. Yeah, totally. That's all you need to know about that. It's over. Then I moved into a different space. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So just like large chunks of time, please don't take me through every moment of the last 10 years (sighs) of your life. Yeah. Like just sum it up like what's the top level information yeah and if I want to know about a specific thing that you did 10 years ago it's in your resume and I can ask about it if I want to but yeah yeah, totally also like if sorry to add one more thing um if you feel like uh you sum up the last 10 years right so you say I worked in marketing for most of my 20s is there relevance to the current role so um if there is then you can kind of bring it out so say something like so in my 20s, I worked in marketing and advertising. That gives me a really good understanding of like that top of the funnel activity that should happen. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. So draw it into the current context yeah, a little. Yeah, perfect. And then the other one that I think is really important, of course, uh, is the why are you interested Oh yeah. in this position? Yeah. So that one, I think that's like a, another one that's just almost every time. Pretty standard, yeah. It's also a great question because Ooh. like we said, you don't want to say that you're interested because of travel or you're interested because it's a cool company. It's very revealing. Yes. Yeah. So like we said before, you're interested about uh, – in, in, a, in a position because you're, you know, really excited about this specific um, direction in your career and mm. you feel like you're really ready for this next step and there's specific things that you um, are excited to, maybe even like if it's a real, if it's a step up, you're excited to learn these things or mm. you're, you know, you're really excited to take these skills and now apply them here. Mm. Um, yeah. What else would you say? Definitely. I mean, like things like, 
are you really excited to manage a team? Yeah. Have you kind of been working up to that your whole life? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. Are you excited about the skills that you might learn? Are you excited about the client or the industry or the space that you'll be working in? Yeah. Um, I mean, like at a uh, in our last role, we worked at a company called AJ and Smart and they did a lot of training stuff. So um, I remember telling someone that I interviewed with there that um, I was really interested in that idea of bringing new ways of working to people. And that yeah. was genuine. Like I do. Yeah. I love that like process of like new methodologies and tools and techniques and bringing those to new people and helping them to have more fun at work and yeah, get shit done. That's a great point that you just made. Being genuine is mm. really important oh, when you're answering yeah. these questions. Like don't try to be something you're not or, you know, whatever. But I was listening actually to something this morning from Seth Godin. Mm love Seth. And he was talking about how he hates when people say that um, in like interviews or in, you know, on social media or when you're on video or whatever, that you have to be authentic. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, holy what? Like, what are you talking about, Seth? Like uh, being authentic is so important. But he was like, actually, you need to be professional yes. and genuine, you yeah. know? So if you're, because being authentic means that you're behaving exactly how you feel at that moment. Yeah. You might be super nervous. You might be, um, you know, really tired. You might yeah. be all those things. But actually, you don't want to be your authentic self in that moment. You want to be your, like, best mm. self. I totally kind of agree. Interesting. I yeah. totally agree with that. Actually, there's a lot of debate about, like, this is a bit of a side note, but yeah. about, like, um, people have been talking about how authenticity is desired in social media. Mm -hmm. But actually... Um, that that's sort of up for debate at the moment. Yeah, like the, because it's the like how much authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Brené always talks about authenticity as yeah. like you have to have very uh, boundaries as well. You mm -hmm. can't just spill your guts to every person. Like, yeah. I would never walk up to one of my clients and be like, "Oh, I'm having trouble with my boyfriend or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like that's just totally inappropriate. So yeah. there's a level of authenticity that you need to kind of like yeah. keep in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. Your friends and family. Be professional. Professional. Your favorite way to say. <laughs> that word um and then what's what's the last one we have tell me about a time where you dealt with abc mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so i might say to Brittany, oh okay Brittany. so tell me about a time where you um were under intense pressure to uh grow an audience really really quickly mm -hmm. and Brittany, and i'd be like oh oh, oh gosh four years of my life yeah exactly <laughs> and so what i would do is tell a really quick story summing up sort of how it happened maybe the stages of it because i always talk about the beginning was a real you know it was a really big learning curve mm -hmm. a big learning experience it was sort of just a lot of testing a lot of iterating a lot of that kind of thing and then moved into sort of the hyper growth whatever and yeah. i would kind of talk about it really succinctly um but also i think it's important also in these kind of uh when you're talking about the challenge or the story is to it's okay to say I struggled with that at the beginning, and then yeah. I learned this, mm. and it helped me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think yeah. that's a really great way to kind of deal with those questions. 100%, because that also shows self-awareness. Exactly. And, like, there's nothing more exciting to me than self-awareness. Yes. Because, like, it's so rare for people to be able to reflect and be like, I actually didn't do this thing that well. Yeah. Um, and what I learned from that was this. Um, yeah. And what I would do differently next time is that. Yeah. Um, the other thing is in the t 
in these questions, which are sort of phrased like, tell me about a time when, so we'll just call that's the bracket, mm-hmm. um, there's two factors. So there's the thing that they're wanting to know about. So that might be the grow the audience more quickly. Mm-hmm. And then there's the thing of like, how did you deal with that? Yeah. So um, they might say, were you under intense pressure or was it stressful or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so that's a little hint as to how they're hoping that you'll deal with it in the new role. So yeah. will you get really panicked? Will you freak out? Will you uh, get really quiet and start to just overwork and not communicate with your colleagues? Like yeah. they're trying to get insight into how you actually dealt with the situation emotionally as well. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not just like what you achieve, but it's how you yeah, you like a personality that. almost mm. trait. Yeah. Um, I think this is a, um, a good time to mention that there are different kinds of interviews, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there are, we're, like, those kinds of questions are often in, like, behavioral interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also something like a technical interview, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Where that might be if you're, you know, going into a really technical role, they might ask you to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be even, like... A calculation of some sort. Oh, yeah, like in, de- you know? in uh, development roles, there's often whiteboarding interviews exactly. where you have exactly. to map things out. And yeah. a lot of interviews will, um, uh, a lot of different types of roles will ask you to do a task or a project. Yeah, so like kind of like a case. So they, mm. they call those like case interviews. So mm-hmm. often for like consulting roles mm-hmm. or kind of something where you'll be maybe working with clients, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you might be asked to do something kind of like a case thing. So yeah. for those ones, to prepare for those, I mean, there's so much online on yeah. like, you know, practice cases and stuff. And I would suggest just practicing yeah right just like just like for the behavioral question interviews Mm. you should practice your answers out loud a hundred percent right I had to do um when I got my first like pure business development role I had to do a 90-day plan Mm. and that was so great because um (laughs) I wrote out my plan and um I she definitely won't be listening but a woman called Lucy Blair Chung like uh she approached me for the role and then she helped me get it basically so um once I'd finished my 90-day plan I sent it to her for feedback and she was like oh this is great but also like you need to tell us who you're going to introduce us to like name drop and I'm like oh shit yeah of course so um, she was like in month one, like what, who are the clients that you can introduce us to? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, right. Yeah. And so it was so like, I was so grateful to have that mentorship in a way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of different stuff that you might have to do. Just think about, um, again, like what would make it exciting if you were to be hiring for that role? What, yeah. what would make it exciting for you? That's the key, right? Is to kind of flip the Flip the script. Flip the script and think about, yeah, exactly <laughs> what they probably are looking for. What would, yeah, get them excited. Great point. Great point. And then practicing. One thing I want to, if you're practicing f- answering questions, mm-hmm. one thing that I think people often do is they'll like write out their answer and then they'll practice reading their answer out yeah, loud. And, and it's like, it. it's never, that's not how people talk mm. usually. Write down point form. No, Dot points. Exactly. Yeah. Notes. And then practice saying it and practice saying it several times in different ways as well. So then you'll kind of explore different, um, you know, vocabulary that mm. you can use and just like ways that you can explain yeah. your answers. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. There's like, I guess it's like extroversion and introversion, but some people are just so much more comfortable expressing themselves than others. Yeah. Um, Good for you if you're one of those people. If you're not comfortable verbally expressing yourself, then like I can't recommend enough like – First of all, making some top-level notes and then literally talking to yourself in the mirror because um, 
hearing your own voice and like projecting and watching how your face moves and stuff. Like, yeah, it's, that's good. It's extremely useful. Yeah, super helpful. Um, so what about after? What about, so we've gone through like first impression, mm-hmm. you know, all those kind of things, answering these questions. What about at the end of the interview? Like what's the kind of protocol there? What's yeah. the best thing to do? So um, if they don't do it for you, which they probably should, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't establish next steps, then you should try and get those out of them. So just yes. say like, okay, so cool. What are the next steps? Like, um, what state, uh, will there be more interviews? Will yeah. They, yeah. Where just, am I in the process exactly. kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about, cause I, I watched this video that I'll link at the bottom. It was from, um, Harvard, something oh, yeah. rather like their, you know, their business, to watch that. their business school Harvard or business whatever. Review or whatever, something like that. Yeah. Um, but she was saying the, the, you know, careers specialist was saying that it's nice to have like a closing statement mm-hmm. from your side, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of an interesting idea that mm-hmm. I thought would be kind of helpful. Having like just a really succinct, like two sentences, like here's why you should hire me if you're oh, still okay. excited to be hired. That's interesting. Right. And you should also approach it with uh, introducing it as your closing statement. Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> and my closing statement. You just and get up. just sub it all yeah. up. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, so this is, um, this is interesting because I've heard that people decide whether they're going to hire someone within, like, four minutes or something yeah. of the interview. So yeah. this is, so my, at first I was like, well, what's the point even of doing anything after the four minute mark? Mm-hmm. Um, you can screw it up after the four minute mark. So just keep going. Yeah. Um, but also the other side of that is like, what do you want to get from the rest of the interview? So you might mm-hmm. like, um, I think every interview should be a, a, like you're practicing for the next big thing. Yeah. So if you don't get the job, if the person uh, has decided, no, I'm not going to hire this person, but we're going to sit through the next 56 minutes anyway. Yeah. Um, which I've definitely done. I have to say, like, I've done it 75% of the time. Yeah. Where I'm like, absolutely not. No yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but like, you still need to practice your technique. Exactly. You still need to push through. Yeah. Um, and then there will be the one time where someone says, yes, I am going to hire this person. And that's like... That's you, where it's going to come together. Exactly. You've mm-hmm. worked up to that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. Like, not every interview, like, an, an interview should be a learning experience and, yeah. like, a practice for you as well. Yeah. yeah. It might establish things for you. Like, for example, you might uh, want to interview for a, an event manager role. Yes. And then halfway through, you're like, God, why am I why am I looking into event manager roles? I'm right. highly disorganized. <laughs> yeah. And that's literally happened to me. Yeah. I was like, why? I'm not organized I'm not detail oriented yeah I don't enjoy this at all what am I thinking right yeah <laughs> so like know, these, funny, these right? revelations can happen yeah yeah mm. totally and then the uh so you obviously questions at the end right they're gonna ask you if you have any questions I like to question all throughout ah like good. I like to make it very conversational if yeah. I'm interviewing which I haven't done for a long time but I'm jumping in and I'm like, oh, cool. And how do you approach that? Like, what is the, what's the typical process there? So that you're like back and forthing the entire time. Yeah. That's yeah. a really, sorry to say, but it's like, that's when you, you know what you're doing and you're. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's also like, you know, you don't feel so, it's, it's like, it would be intimidating to do that if you're being interviewed to like mm. ask a lot of questions throughout, mm. but also it will really show. How confident how, you are. Yeah. Confident and, yeah. and just sort of professional you yeah. are instead of just being like 
I only sleep. answer when I'm asked. For sure. You know? <laughs> and it also gives them a glimpse of like what you're going to be like to work with. Yes. You're working together straight away. You're establishing this foundation straight away instead of uh, being in this sort of mock environment. Love that. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Okay. And then, of course, at the end, the like, or after the interview, you have the uh, the thank you note or Mm -hmm. email or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think it depends. Yeah. Um, And basically, it's just like if you feel like, fuck yeah, I love that interview. Yeah. We really got along. I think we have a good chance. I would send a little thank you note that's like, if you need anything else, really great to meet you. Yeah. I'm super excited about this. And just, like, it's more of a personal thing. Like, yeah. I am so pumped. Can't wait to hear more. Yeah. Um, if you think it's a total dud, don't bother. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, much of a much. No one's getting horse. hired based on a thank you note. Totally. But, like, like if but you're they trying to build a relationship. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. if you're like, me and Brittany are going to work together, I'm going to send her a thank you note. True. And even if maybe this position, they find someone who's more qualified for it or they think is a better fit, yeah. it might, you know, maybe something else will come up they down the refer line. refer you to another team or something. Exactly. They're just like, she was absolutely great. And she sent a really enthusiastic thank you note. So, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Keep all the doors open, people. Totally. Wide open. Keep them open. Oh, yeah. Okay, that almost sums up our interview episode, but there are a few things that we thought we could talk about that you should never do yes. in an interview. Hit us, Brit. Okay. I'll... <laughs> you know. I know. Okay, the first thing, which I think actually people, it's a natural feeling yeah. to do this, mm-hmm. um, but is to talk negatively about your past employer, company you worked at, or even like a coworker or colleague that you had. Exactly. And I think the the problem with this is they'll ask you why you're leaving your current job. Yes. And so the natural impulse is to be like, my manager was an asshole or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But okay, so now is your time to think about what's my other story? Yeah. Like, what am I looking for? What is the optimistic angle? What's exactly. the opportunity out exactly. there for me? Yes. Um, yeah, as opposed to, I was unhappy at my last job. Yeah. I had this horrible colleague, blah, blah, blah. You're yeah. always going to have, you're always, usually your manager isn't going to be perfect. So you're mm-hmm. always going to have to deal with an imperfect manager. Mm-hmm. You're also always going to have a trouble colleague. Yeah. So talking about those two things is completely irrelevant yeah. in a job interview. And if it's something like uh, the workload was insane, mm-hmm. um, that's really tricky because it's a tough one. Uh, like it is in our eyes, it's legitimate to not want to work uh, 12, 14 hours a day. Yeah. Um, but you don't necessarily want to highlight that right off the bat right. in the interview. Um, so maybe talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't mention just that. Just skip it. Like, just skip it over. Yeah. And then the the other one is um, just watch – I think that this happens a lot because every, people are trying to come off really confident mm-hmm. that they forget that, like, you should never have the tone of, like, I'm the best. I'm oh, so yeah. great. Or I'm like, really good at this. Yeah, I'm really good. It's like, and, and that can often be, like, it can be the way that you say things, but it can mm. also often be just, like, how you, like, your body language, yeah. you know? If you're, like, leaned back and you're like, oh, fucking, I've oh, done yeah. that before, you yeah, know? It's yeah. like, that doesn't come off well. Yeah, you don't know? be cocky. Don't confident, be cocky. calm, composed, but yeah. not cocky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting because I often say to people, what I'm really good at is, 
Yeah. But then I also follow it up with what I'm not so good at. Right. <laughs> is like what I can't help you with is ABC. Right. Um, but I don't think there's anything more wrong. context setting. Yeah, that. context setting. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, you know, what I'm really good at is mm. this. Mm. Um, but it depends on how you say it. Yeah. If you're sitting back and you're like, you know what, what I'm really good at is mm. blah, blah, blah. Versus you're kind of like sitting up straight and you're leaning forward and you're saying, Making you know what contact. I'm, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm good at is this. I you wish know? you could see Brittany right now because the two body <laughs> posture she did was so perfect like <laughs> the slouch and then the lean in and lean like in. the way she lent in I was like yes okay you're engaged with me you're excited I think, you're... I think that's also another good point is mm. like leaning mm. like just like body language during the interview oh, is totally. so it's okay to be like you don't want to be super stiff but it's okay to be like alert alert yeah exactly yeah alert try not to be late Oh, <laughs> don't be Although late. I have to say, when I first moved to Berlin, I caught the train in the wrong direction. Oh, no. And I was like 20 minutes late to an interview. Like my first That's interview. a tough one. Yeah. Still got the job. People are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I think this was, I hope this was a helpful episode. I really feel like there's some good I? meat. Yeah. It's a meaty one. Oh, yeah. You know? Get your notebooks out. Get them out. I told you that earlier. Oh, shoot. We'll put that in the title. (laughs) Get your notebook out. Um, Also, I would like to highlight that um, if you have a topic or an idea where you're like, you know, I'd like to learn a little bit more about this or that, please send us an email. You can find our email in the show notes. um, And we'll do a bunch of research. We'll think about, you know, experiences that we've had and talk all about it. Some of our most listened to episodes um, have been topics suggested yes. to us. Um, yes. Include, yeah, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, absolutely. So, we so please do. We want to do useful too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's 2020. <laughs> so let's get Everything's cracking. Everything's 20 freaking 20. We're going to get so And also there's like a, I think there's a presidential election this year. In the U.S. Oh, shit. So there's going to be even more 2020-ing. Oh, for God's sake. Probably even more Trumping as well. So let's just... uh, Don't say it out loud. Voice ourselves. Terrible. All right. uh, Sorry if we brought you down. (laughs) Let's let's pep up. Pep it up. Pep on up. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And we hope you have a really great Tuesday and week. Yeah. Actually. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye.